What's going on, everybody? What is up, everybody? What is good out there on radio and internet and sports and in life? A-League show, episode 73. It feels like yesterday we were just doing our first show. Now, all of a sudden, we had 73 in the 70s. What you, what you doing up to, David? Uh, not much. Yeah, time flies. Like, I was just looking at the calendar, and I realized, like, the Dogwood Festival is this weekend and then like just that GSU spring game last week and I remember just like oh yeah ago. that's right the spring game was last week yeah I just remember um, last year it was uh, me and Rashad was at the GSU spring game last year and it was like right after a show and it was just <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> and this is the first spring game that they've had at the at the new stadium if I remember, if I remember correctly or is it the second yeah it's the first one because last year they was at Grady oh yeah that's right because you know they was just doing the transition from you know they was doing the transition out of the Georgia Dome into the new stadium I wonder what that was you know what that had to be like doing the first um doing the first spring game at the you know at the new stadium yeah uh, yeah i wish i you know i went last year to uh, spring game and it's just like i i don't know i really think i miss much i mean i just gotta i mean i should have read up more on them um you know just to see like what they're looking at because i know i think uh was it manning he's a senior right i believe so i believe so is he either a senior or is he, um, he graduated? Because I know he was their quarterback last year. Yeah, because I, I saw, like, when I was driving downtown, I saw a billboard. They're already hyping GSU versus Kennesaw State. What? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I'm going to go to that. <laughs> Are you real? Well, yeah. I think that they're just hyping up that because primarily because it's one of those things where lots of state fans, you know, they're really trying to get them to, like, play in-state, you know, teams that could potentially be in-state rivals like Georgia State fans of course we play Southern all the time they wanted to play Kennesaw State they wanted to play UGA they wanted to play Tech so that's I think that's really one of the things that's just going on there I mean I would like to see them play Georgia in a, in a G-Day game I know I don't really like the inner squad scrimmages I think they're pointless but if you bring in a team that you know is local but you know, not really on your competition level yet. I think that would be cool to see, you know, have a scrimmage against Georgia State. I mean, of course, they probably would sit there like main players are, but that would be fun and you know, attractive to, you know, hype G Day up a little more. Mm-hmm. True. Do they, do they do that in college? No, high no, school. They, they can do it in high school now, but I think that's the next step in college as far as, you know, spring games. I think, I think high school is kind of testing it out for the college rank. So I would like to see that. Yeah, that'd be, that would be interesting. But yeah, imagine the politics and stuff. You know, someone don't want their five-star their five-star guys. Of to course. Do. Of I mean, course. And then, then you what, got money exchanging hands I mean, between the two schools. Why would you allow them to, if, if you're worried about injuries, why would you let them let your own team go out and bang on each other for a couple hours uh, yeah, in a game? Like, if I would rather than – there's a less chance of injury if you're – Letting them bang heads with someone else who isn't in their color uniform. Because instead of 22 guys on the field at a time, you have 11 guys on the field at a time that have the same color on. So that's less, you know, you're less likely to have injuries at that point. So, mm-hmm. Someone. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting debate. But, you know, like David was saying, you know, there's just a, you know, there is absolutely a lot of politics and everything involved. But, um, but you know, <laughs> it's one of those things that is, uh, you know, a, you know, of course, conversation fodder for the, you know, for the offseason. And it's probably going to be something to follow for the next, you know, four months leading up to the college football season. I just wanted to get this in before we mentioned before I mentioned NBA playoffs, because there's a lot that went on, that went on this this week. Um, 
I just wanted to mention this. You know, shout out to Low Princess, everybody that was up in um, up in New York for the WNBA draft. That draft looked much better <laughs> last this year on television than it did last year because I know they had it at the Samsung Building in New York City uh, last year. This year they had it at the Nike headquarters, and I watched it all on ESPN2 and ESPNU. It was much better presented. I still don't like the fact that they had it in a more enclosed location, more so than perhaps the Prudential Center or Nassau Coliseum, but it looked much better on TV than than the previous year, I had to say. So I got to give them props for that at least. I, I've never watched the WNBA draft, but do, is it similar to the NBA draft in terms of like the it's somewhat similar to the, you know, to the NBA draft. I mean, you know, it's still one of those things where lots of, you know, stuff could happen. I mean, you know, tr- players could get traded. They, you know, have the presentations where they, um, you know, have the, um, how should I put it? The um, introduction with the jerseys and everything, jerseys taken with the, um, you know, pictures taken with the, uh, the president of the WNBA. So it is similar in that sense. It is, you know, definitely similar in that sense. But I know last year they didn't even have that because it was in such a small location. They just had President Borders just presenting the picks. And it wasn't even just her presenting some of the picks. They even had Dawn Staley, who's the coach at so South like Carolina, the, presenting some of the picks. It was like the second round NBA draft. Something like that. I guess you could, I guess you could somewhat, I guess you could somewhat the say la- that. The last day of the NFL draft. The last day somewhat wow. of the NFL draft, I guess. Hey, oh, that's, wow. that's messed up. That is messed up. How do you expect your league to be considered as one of the serious leagues if you don't even take the draft seriously? Yeah, that's the thing. And that's what they that's what they was doing last year. And that's what one of those things that was a huge topic of conversation last year, given the location of the draft, because I felt like they were so, you know, they wanted to have it in New York. I could understand that. But if they're going to have it in a small, you know, location, then then yeah, I understand exactly why they would have it at Nike headquarters, but I still feel like and, that uh, they should do more because it was it used to be at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Yeah. Then they moved it to New York. So, you know, if they're going to have it at these small locations, then yeah, it was better presented, I believe, this year. But I still think they should probably do more to, you know, to at least see if they can, you know, get one one more of those, um, you know, some of those larger venues that could, you know, that can accommodate more, you know, more fans and more media for sure. But um, the but NFL, yeah, they need to copy the NFL's model. The NFL moving does, the draft around. They do. They do the draft right. I mean, I, I think they've done the draft right because they they turned the draft into just as big an event as opening day in Major League Baseball. Yes, that's why that's that's what's kind of helped the NFL survive some of this. Some of these bad offseason we've had the last right years. with the Kaepernick backlash and the CTE right. awareness like that. That has really kind of saved the interest level of the sport because it's so you know it's so unpredictable and then right you know you have you have you know the presentation of it is great and then it's a big event now it's not right. just it's not just a guy calling in and you know it used to be where the commissioner would stand up there and call out the picks and they would go on it, it was really boring do you feel like that'll happen eventually in the NBA where they where they may think about moving the draft around like the NFL? Because I think it would be interesting because it could get kind of monotonous, you know, every year, every year at the NBA draft. And you're just waiting for the Knicks fans to pretty much boo every single pick because it's not the top pick. I don't think I don't think the NBA will do that. I think the NBA is probably going to try to avoid copying the NFL's model. model well, yeah, but you just said the NFL's model works. I know. If the I, NFL's model works, why can't, <laughs> why shouldn't they do it? But, but the NBA is trying to stand on its own. Like, the NBA already has the personalities to hold its product true, up. True, The NFL doesn't allow personality, so you're right. They have to stand on something, so. And plus, everybody wears helmets. And plus, the fact that the NFL draft is just so, 
know, so long. It's multiple. It's like seven rounds, whereas yeah. the NBA draft is only two. Yeah. And plus, we already know a lot of these players coming out of college. Only you can watch the NFL draft. You don't even know who some of these dudes are. And the, and, the, and the lottery, no disrespect to anyone, but the lottery is really all that matters in the NBA draft. Because, Speak. yeah, like, like this, the second round is waste of time because none of those guys ever play in the NBA. Well, speaking uh, of the lottery and the draft, what was it? What was this stuff that was going on with the with this tiebreaker stuff that was going? I, I didn't understand that. I didn't well, either. I mean, I don't understand the process and like how they figured out who gets the pick. But basically, from my understanding, just it was several teams that had the same record, and they decided uh, they decided who got the pick, the higher pick between those teams because it was like you know Atlanta, Dallas, Milwaukee, San Antonio. Milwaukee, Miami, I believe, and they they uh, figured them out. But I haven't. It's, it was on NBA TV. I have NBA TV, but they they figured it out. What did they have a rock paper scissors contest? <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Like I wish I would have YouTube. I like, looked up on YouTube something yesterday because I would. It just. I, I know that. I just know like this year they're making a big deal about it because you know as you can see it's a. Like with Milwaukee situation, it's like amazing just the fact you know they trade their first round pick for uh, Eric Bledsoe this year, but they had protections on it where it was like I think it was one through three and seventeen through thirty, and their pick fell to seventeen instead of sixteen, and so Phoenix has two first round picks instead of three now, and Milwaukee keeps their pick to next year. Oh wow. Is anybody seeing this right now? Because we just went on camera. Is anybody seeing this? Because Rashad just made his grand entrance. Is anybody seeing this? Oh, uh, you know, big baller branch. Is anybody Jay. is anybody seeing this right now? What what video what video you got to shoot later on today? You know, it's time for the playoffs. You know. <laughs> I mean, I know you, I know we in Atlanta, we in the Atlanta area. Everybody's shooting music videos. Everybody's filming. Of course, Black Panther was, was filmed here. Everybody's filming <laughs> stuff here. What 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 you got planned? You no, know, we just got the playoffs going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Return playoffs. <of> man. <laughs> Are y'all ready to talk playoffs. about the playoffs? We talking about playoffs. Did y'all already talk about the playoffs? No, no. We uh, does anybody have a bracket out? I, I have my phone on the charger. Uh, <laughs> with all the d- different teams and all the yeah, different yeah, matchups. Let's, let's, I know Houston's playing mini Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. I got I got Minnesota taking that to six games, at least six. I, yeah, I, I, I won't be surprised if it goes to seven. And a lot of people were like, including DJ Dunson. Shout out to DJ. It's like, there's no way that this doesn't get past the sweep. And I'm like, no, man, because, excuse me, if you know something about Jeff T, Jeff T. Which we all know a lot of stuff about Jeff T watching Hawks games. In the playoffs, unless LeBron James is on the other team, is another Jeff T. And then he's he's averaged 20.3 points and and seven assists in the month of April. So let's just throw that out there. And he always plays well against Chris Paul two former uh, Wake Forest guys. That's another thing that a lot of people don't recognize. So basically, he's the Jeff big your Ortiz of the NBA. He He's the oh. X factor of that series because you expect Jimmy Butler to get his. You expect Cat to get his. Andrew Wiggins might get his, but Jeff Teague, those point guards, Teague and, um, and Rose, those are the, the really X factors for that for that series, in my opinion. I mean, I'll just say with this, <clears throat> watching Tom Thibodeau teams in the playoffs, they they look good on paper, you know, they got the reputation, but they always run out of gas. Like I've seen that with, you know, healthy rows and with you know without healthy rows and Nate Robinson running that point guard. And hey, Nate held it down, man. And they just they run out of gas, dude. Yeah. It's just like it looks like every, like when uh Thibodeau was hired, you know, everybody was like, Oh, they got the 
they they about they got a coach, you know, they got these pieces, man. Like, you know, they're gonna run out of gas. Like Teague had, you know, Teague had knee problems. Yeah, <laughs> Butler, Teague played 42 minutes that last game, I believe. Yeah, Butler, wow. yeah, yeah, Butler had knee problems. You know, and it's just, you know, you having players complaining about the minutes throughout the season. You know, Taj Gibson, uh, Jeff Teague. You know, they all talking about it, and it's just like you're going against the, one of the fastest teams in the NBA. So, so what you got? I got Houston and uh, I'd say Houston and six, but you know, it's just it's not gonna be. It's just I don't think Houston has no chance. Of, I don't think Minnesota has a chance of beating them. It's just you know, I think I think if anything, Minnesota has a chance of pushing it to seven. I will say that I'll definitely say that because sometimes we can get you know so caught up in the idea of a one versus eight matchup and think, oh wow, this is only gonna this is gonna end in five. This is gonna end in six. This could very well be a sweep. But we gotta remember. The Western Conference was a logjam this year. I mean, three, if I remember correctly, three or four through eight or four through nine or three through ten, they was, they was separated by only about three, four games. So a lot of those teams that are below the Houston and the Golden State, a lot of those teams have similar records, and you can very well say a lot of those teams are even evenly matched in a sense. I mean, but it's just the nature of the Western Conference. So, so what you got? What you got, Keem? I got, I got Houston in six. Houston possibly in seven, but definitely six. Okay. I, I think that Houston, Houston, Minnesota has a chance of being a longer series than Golden State, San Antonio, and I think that that could that could be one of those things that could help Golden State because, in my opinion, I feel like the Western Conference Finals is pretty much set. I think we feel like it's going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be Rockets Warriors, and I feel like that if it's if it ends up being a series where, you know, it goes to six or it goes to seven and Golden State San Antonio only goes five, because, of course, this is not as anywhere near as good a San Antonio team as we've seen in previous years because of the Kawhi stuff and everything, then I think that could help, you know, that could potentially help Golden State as we get closer to the conference finals. Okay. I, I thought, you know, earlier this week I posted that it would be the Rockets who sweep them, but listening to all what you guys have said and then i talked to my cousin yesterday shout out shout out to roman roman you, oh, yeah. you got me you got me thinking about this a little more yeah, roman, uh roman got the knowledge he got some knowledge <laughs> we, need to, we need to bring roman i'm gonna bring him with me one week but oh yeah uh i i feel like they i'm, I'm with david you know i don't trust tip of those teams as far as being able to last in the playoffs and if they're counting on Jeff Teague having a good series, they're already in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jeff Teague. Why are you throwing shade well, on I mean, Teague like you that? Are, you're not going to beat him at the wings. No, you're, you're not. not. Gonna, so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you count on Jeff Teague to beat Chris Paul, though, you're going you're gonna to be in trouble for a long time. And it's going to be quick. But <laughs> I will say this. But the fact that the T-Wolves have Cat and they have Andrew Wiggins, who this kind of has to be his, out, his coming out party. As far as like you know, being a legitimate player in this league, because he averages twenty some points per game, but you know, I just don't get the sense that like people take him as oh, he could be a superstar. He's just kind of a guy that scores a lot of points and nobody really cares about. So, I mean, I feel like Oklahoma, I feel like that Minnesota. They just got they just got a bad matchup. I mean, Minnesota is a team that could, in my opinion, could easily. They look like a caliber team that could advance to the second round or maybe to the conference finals. They just got a bad matchup. Yeah, and that's. And I don't like if play, they were playing OK OKC, I don't I think it's a them. bad matchup. I think they match up well with the Rockets because they slow the pace down. They're gonna play defense, and the Rockets don't like to be hit. Mm. So they're gonna do that. But 
they've played so many minutes this year, I don't see how they're going to be able to muster up the energy to, if they go down 2-0, to fight back and try to go 3-2-0. If they go down 3-1, they're not fighting back. Like, there's right. no coming back from that because they're right. so tired. And then – And plus against a team in Houston that looks like a championship team. Right. I mean – I can see Houston kind of be coming in and thinking, you know, well, they're going to just lay down. And I really feel like Minnesota shouldn't have had to use that much energy to make the playoff. Like, that shouldn't have come down to their last game of the year. But you got James Harden and Chris Paul that are hungry. I mean, so much of their careers, people have dogged them for the fact that they haven't won the big one. So I, I mean, feel they're, they're they're hungry. They've had that since they were young players. And they're older players now, and they still haven't done anything in the playoffs. I don't, I don't think that's something that just – changes because you're hungry that's something that is bred into you like that's something mm. that you're just born with like lebron learned it because lebron has always been this type of guy to, to be able to do it at the end he, and that's yeah. why people were confused now some players just can't do that now am i gonna ask i'm not gonna ask lance stevenson to beat me in the playoffs because no, I, of course he can't do that right that's lance stevenson his, can't do that dna maybe that's just who james Harden and chris paul are but having them together right that's a, that may be different. What? Exactly. Two dudes that can't win. Maybe they may put it together. Maybe they put hey, it, together. it worked for the Celtics hey, yeah, in 08. Right. The Celtics. They, they changed. So, so exactly. what you got, Jeremy? I got. I said Houston in four, but I'm going to go Houston in five. All right. Uh, next series, OKC Utah. OKC has home court. They're the fourth seed. Mm. I'm, very, mm. I'm actually uh, very excited for that series because uh, Utah is well coached and other guys are playing very well. And it's just. Uh, this is one of those things where it's like talent kind of exceeds system, and it's just I have to take Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City, and uh, six. I think okay, no, no, no. Uh, Utah won last year against the Clippers in seven, right on the road. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah, that, Joe that Johnson went off. Super on okay. They had Joe Johnson, yeah, and he was hitting yeah. like game winners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he had a flashback. Uh, I got OKC in seven. Um, I think Utah's a great, you know, like David said, a great coach team, a great team. Uh, Mitchell's going to continue doing his thing. Gobert, uh, Joe Ingles, shout out Joe Ingles. Um, I mean, they got a decent squad, you know. I think, you know, they're going to put up a fight. But, okay, see, at the end of the day, talent, you know. Experience. Who, who wants some more? Game seven, you know, Westbrook. Westbrook can either, either throw the game away in game seven or – he could save the day. I mean, Westbrook ain't throwing the game away. I, it, it, We've seen he, it both he ways. Threw, he threw away that that uh, three one lead. We've seen it both ways. So he yeah. the reason why Durant left uh, to go to Golden State. But ever since then, Westbrook Let's has had a chip on his shoulder. It. Yeah, ever since. Yeah, but he hasn't changed the way he plays. Yeah, <laughs> Westbrook is a stubborn guy. He shoot you out of game and shoot you out of series. That's what he did with Golden State when they had that three one lead, and that's why. Kevin Durant is now a member of the Golden State yeah, Warriors. Houston, that Houston series too. He just oh yeah. So yeah. you can't you can't win with them cats. You can't win with them cats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I got I got OKC in seven. Mm, I'm I'm going the same. I'm going the exact same exact way. I think that, like you said, talent and experience. I think are going to eventually be. Uh, they're gonna eventually be the difference in this uh, in this series. And I got I got Oklahoma actually in six. Yeah, I got I got OKC in six. I think this is going to be the most entertaining series of the first of the first round because style versus super talented teams. That's that's just always fun to watch. I mean, some of the Hawks series where they have played teams that are just more talented than them. Those have been been some of the best series, like the Celtics 
this is kind of what I, you know, that's kind of the equivalent to this matchup. So, man, if Utah was a college team, they won the championship. But yeah, <laughs> yeah some, some reason. University they're, of Utah. They're still, they're still, they're still missing their star. Piece. Wait, wait, Jeremy, what, what's your? Uh, I didn't hear your. Oh, I got uh, okay. So you okay, said, said, said okay. You said. <laughs> what's the next one? Well, we got no, no, David, David, David got to get Oh, he said, he said in seven. He got OKC in seven. OKC in seven. Yeah. Six. Okay. Six, six, six. six. All, All right. right. Uh, Portland. <laughs> this is the <laughs> NBA TV matchup. Portland and uh, the Pelicans. Poor, <laughs> poor, poor New Orleans Pelicans. Anthony Davis getting shoved to NBA TV. I got Portland. Portland and five. You know what, though? This one's going to be that, that that series that is going to be a back and forth between Anthony Davis and Damian Lillard just going off and having big games. But right. I got I got Portland. I think, I think I said four. I think it's one of those things. They had to put some matchup because you just can't have every game on ESPN and TNT. But, but yeah, I'm probably leaving the same exact way. Portland and – give me Portland and five. Um, I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting matchup. I mean, like you got – you got playoff Rondo going against <laughs> true. That's playoff true. Rondo. That's a good point. Against Damian Lillard, you got nobody on Portland that can stop Anthony Davis, and then you have uh, you have Nurkic. You have uh, I don't think there's anyone in the home believing Zach Collins. I don't think there's anyone in the NBA that can stop. Anthony yeah, yeah, Davis. no, no, definitely. yeah. Maybe Demarcus Cousins, but you know they play on the right. Same they team. play on the same exact yeah, team. Just, uh, <laughs> I think it goes. Um, I want to say uh, New Orleans and seven. What? Yeah. Whoa, oh, wow. look out. Look out. You're over the palace. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Woo. next series, uh, Golden State, San Antonio. I got Golden State and five. Mm, no, I can't, I can't do that to Pop. Yeah, I can't. You always got to respect. No, 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 no. Yes, you, yes, you can you this year State because they don't have the six. talent this year. You got to give Pop State two. Golden State in five. Golden State in six. Golden, I got Golden State in six. Golden State in no, five. No Curry. No Curry. Yeah, they said sometime be, in the second round. There's going to be no Curry and there's going to be a – People have slept on how good of a season LaMarcus Aldridge has had. Yeah, yeah. He's really had a great – He's had a great year and I think he's going to redeem himself and they're going to win at least two of these games. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi Leonard sneaks into a game or two. Uh, I think oh, here we they, go. He, he, here he we protecting go. protecting that money. I think he's done. He protecting that money. You he think won. he's leaving San Antonio? <laughs> he, it's gonna, he, we're going to be on Kyrie. I mean, Kawhi Leonard watch like we were with Derrick Rose a couple years ago. Just watch. He's going to warm up before one of these games, and everybody's going to go crazy. How do you oh, guys wow. think he's going to do, like, like next year? Depending uh, on what team he's on. I mean, right. I think it's going to take him, like, a month to get adjusted to the game. Yeah. After sitting out. Yeah, and then not playing in the Spurs system, like yeah, yeah, that's another thing, and not yeah. playing not only the Spurs system but also with that Spurs culture Yo, because that's a culture. I, mean, I, think, I, think I, I, I have a conspiracy. What if Kawhi goes to Phoenix with Coach Bud, and they draft Aiton, so they have Booker, Kawhi Leonard, and DeAndre Aiton. I couldn't see San Antonio uh, yeah. getting to a while about getting getting a haul from Phoenix. Like they're gonna have to, right. they're gonna have to get that. I mean, they send them Josh Jackson. That basically replaces Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's an even trade in my book. <laughs> if some, for somebody that's gonna leave anyway. Yeah, it's just uh, the thing with that is just like you know being weary of trading for them because you know the L.A. rumors, uh, you know, the L.A. because L.A. ties are well. Well known and stuff. It's just uh, man. They like I said, man. Every NBA superstar they're gonna throw in New York, LA. I don't Boston. think anyone's actually or going Miami. to LA. I, I don't see. Any, I mean, LA is gonna be a decent team, 
whether or not a star goes there. Where y'all think LeBron going, Philly? I think LeBron. I think Philly actually could I be a reality he, now. I, I really do. I think he go to Houston. Yeah, I think he go if, if he's leaving. What? It's for Houston. I don't, I have a hard time seeing yeah. him going to Philadelphia. So another big three, just like in Miami. Yeah, I just yeah. think uh, for one, like he's you know probably most sensitive superstar of all time, and just like you know hearing people saying he's scared the West, he, you know, he's gonna be like I'm gonna show y'all I can, play, I can win the West. Yeah, you know, just like I gotta play go to state anyways. Right. And so it's just. Cause he he's beaten San Antonio in the playoffs before, you know. He's you don't have to play Dallas anymore, so just like you know, he's got to play Golden State regardless. Like, is he scared? No, he can beat Portland. He, he can beat New Orleans. He can beat Minnesota. He can beat Minnesota. So like, what what's so bad about the Big Bad West? And he's already beat OKC in the past. So you don't have to worry about that. Big Bad West when you got James Harden and Chris Paul as your teammates. I mean, already the best team in the Western Conference. Will Chris Paul be there next year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think. I, mean, I think this year went went way too well. I think it was. Yeah. Just, um, Who's sorry. not to say if they win the championship this year, Chris Chris Paul just retired. If they win the championship, if they don't win the championship, of course he's coming back. Two hundred. He got two hundred million reasons to stay. <laughs> he does. True, but you know, I don't know. That's the one thing he's really missing from his career is a ring. If yeah. he gets a ring, he goes down as a top ten point guard of all time. All time right? True. Yeah, yeah. That payday, though, just like I mean, Chris Paul got money, man. He State Farm. What's yeah. it's all about? What's more? Yeah, he's still got playing State Farm every NBA. Day. Oh he's my like, gosh, he's, he's not hurting for money. Because so, uh, him and because him and LeBron, they fought for the over thirty-eight rule. Because it was a rule that it was in the last CBA where you couldn't get a max contract at, at the past the age of thirty-six. And him and LeBron pushed with thirty-eight, and like you know, him and coincidentally, you know. LeBron has signed a five-year max deal. Chris Paul has signed a max deal. Like he opted in and got a trade, and now they own his bird his bird rights, and now he can be eligible to sign that five-year max for over two hundred million dollars. Oh, that's a great point. So I got six Golden State and six. You got Golden State and six. You got Golden State and five. I got Golden State and five. Golden State and five. All right, we moving on to the East now. Toronto, Washington. Oh, um, quick. Oh, quick sidebar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA Twitter. This past summer was just like, you know, the East is gonna be so awful that even, you know, even uh, AAU teams gonna make the playoffs because yeah. we got. I mean, <laughs> I'll always NBA call Twitter DS is on. always like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can. Washington got like what forty two at least. They got at least forty two. They're in forties. They're in the forties. They yeah, have a winning record. Forties, exactly. Right. I was like, well, I'm like, since when is uh, Jim, uh, Jimmy Butler and Paul George and Paul Millsap were like Michael Jordan's leaving the leaving the NBA? Because yeah. I was like, everyone panicked. Yeah, yeah. Everything is magnified on NBA Twitter. Like, really, you know, everybody was clowning Paul George on Mother's no, Day. No, no, no. <laughs> Another thing I want to say <laughs> is uh, the uh, Victor Oladipo been balling. Yeah, yeah in Orlando, he literally had the before. same statistics in Orlando. So if Victor Oladipo gets the uh, most improved. That that's flaw. Yeah, that that's was flaw. that was. He a little... literally puts up the same statistics in Orlando. Yeah, they tried to make it seem like he was never a good player. Him and right. Tobias Harris, 
Tobias Harris has always been good. He was good in Orlando. Of course. It's like both of these good dudes were good in Orlando. And it's going to be the same thing when Vujicic goes to another team in two years. Yeah. And he puts up the same numbers he's putting up now. And people are going, oh, Vujicic. No, yeah. he's always been that good. We just don't watch Orlando. Right. <laughs> Orlando's not in, the, not in the spotlight the way some of these other teams are. I mean, but then again, much of the East isn't outside of and then, Cleveland and then, and I mean, the only reason he struggled last year is because him and Westbrook are the same player. Yeah. That's what people fail to realize. Everybody just can't just play together just because they're good at basketball. Right. Exactly. It, it doesn't, work that it doesn't way. connect well. If that was if that was the case, then how come Oklahoma doesn't look like the same team that they once were? Exactly. Okay, she should be number one seed. No you would think with all the talent they got, but yeah, they you would think none of those players fit together. Yeah, it was a lot of right. hype with them too, man. Minnesota should have been top five too. Miami, when they had LeBron, Bosch, and Wade, should have won multiple championships. Well, they did win multiple championships, but they should have won more than what they got. Well, yeah, admit, they should have went four for four. Thank but you. Well, I'll admit, you know, I was wrong about Indiana and Utah. I thought they was going to be trash this year. I was like, man, they, they lost their guys. I didn't realize, like, Nate McMillan, like, I followed him back when he was in Portland. He was, like coach. He, he wasn't. He wasn't his his style. I did not think would fit today's NBA, but he's adapted really well. Like he used to run like the whole super slow yeah. offense, and Brandon Roy just like get Brandon Roy the ball and then dribble, 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 yeah, dribble, 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 shoot, dribble, 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 like, dribble, dribble, shoot. And it's like, are they gonna stay healthy? And it's always something. used to always have with Portland. They always used to get hurt, and then they would never do nothing. But now he's he runs a modern offense. Seattle yeah. had a nice little uh, exciting team. Yeah, yeah, they were nice. Uh, can't remember their coach, but I remember like Brent Beer, Richard, and uh, Richard Lewis, Ray uh, Allen. Remember, Ray Allen. they had Collison and them, them dudes. Nate McMillan wasn't with them for like a year. I think Nate McMillan well, was with them because didn't he coach Seattle before he eventually would coach Portland? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I can't remember the coach. I just remember like I just remember staying up real late when him, when them and Phoenix used to play. He's going to trip overtime. Oh, time. those those <laughs> those used to be man. Phoenix, I love those. To, like overtime. Those were really entertaining. Coast, never could stay up to watch them. Yeah, I was like, man, it was like every time they play, like they're gonna score like 150. Hashtag no, bring them no. back. I remember when T Mac scored 13 and 35 seconds or whatever it that was. was. Crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to see it like the next morning on sports, and I'm like, dude, everything happens on the West. Yeah. Like right when you go to sleep in elementary school, y'all yeah, was probably like middle school. Oh, like, yeah, elementary school. Oh man, yeah, I was in elementary when that happened. Jordan was still playing when I was in elementary school. <laughs> Me too. Jordan, Jordan, was Jordan, was playing too. Jordan was in his last year. I was like in the fifth grade. He was like his last Dude, year with Washington. Jordan, Jordan was still winning championships with the Bulls when I was <laughs> oh, in elementary yeah. school. <laughs> I remember watching them games. Nah, I, had, I, had, I had Wizards Jordan when I was in elementary school. Oh, man. Oh, you didn't get So you got the, you got the bootleg Jordan. That's yeah, what you yeah. got. You got the bootleg Jordan. Yeah. You missed it, man. I had a Wizards jersey and everything. Yeah, I had Xbox and I had an Xbox when Jordan was on the Wizards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they had the um, I can't remember the name of the NBA game. It wasn't 2K and it wasn't Maybe live. It wasn't live. It, it wasn't was live. Like, it, was it, was like, it was like NBA 2002 or something. Like, like inside that. drive. I think it's inside oh, drive. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 The slow pace ball. Everybody looking out shiny. Right. <laughs> man, let's do the East, man. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toronto, Washington. Uh, Demar Derozan is a hooper. Uh, I think just because John Wall is so competitive, I'm gonna give this series five games. Yeah, I, so that, that's I got what Toronto I said. In five. Well, I got Toronto in five too. There's no other reason than because John Wall is a monster. Agree. Toronto in six. 
Toronto in five. Two teams I'm tired of. Yeah. yeah. I was talking about they, li- don't, they don't get respected and stuff. You know? like, One of those two teams that are right just below Cleveland, but they got to beat Cleveland in order to get the, you know, the level of respect that they got. They're, that, boring. That they want. They're boring teams to watch. I don't know. I don't know that I will watch any of these games of this of this series. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to commit to watching. I'm definitely game. watching one of them because I, I just love. I, I watched the, I first, love the one. first round. I watched the first one. The first round. Because the, the first, first day is the game. best day. Oh, just, just so y'all know, uh, we recorded this before the first game. Just so y'all know. Yeah, just all right, for real. Uh, right. <laughs> so, what would you got? Because this will air all week. I got a Toronto and five. Toronto and five. So, you you know, said five? Six. You said I said, six. I said five. Five, too. five. I, I wish I wish it was four. I really did. I do too. <laughs> I, know, I know John Wall just gonna go just gonna go crazy and start throwing up game signs. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. And he gonna no, win one of them. You know who the most boring team in the playoffs to watch is not Toronto, Cleveland, it's Milwaukee. Oh yeah, Milwaukee Cleveland's is so boring, boring to watch Milwaukee? in the playoffs. Yes, yeah, they got no Milwaukee is so boring. So Milwaukee, Boston. I got Milwaukee winning. Unfortunately, in, I got uh, I got them winning in six. I got Boston in six. I got Milwaukee in six. I want to I want to say five, but I'm gonna give Boston two at home just because Milwaukee's young. Mm, this uh, is a good one. This is a good one. Give me, give me Boston in seven. Wow. Yeah. Give me Boston in seven. Yeah, I just think, you uh, think Giannis is gonna lose in the game seven? Yeah, I mean, even though to who? Like who's who? Who does Boston have left to play? Al Horford, Rozier, Tatum. No, that's the craziest part. I was yeah. watching the Celtics the other week, and they were like, Terry Rozier is gonna have to step up for Boston now, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Wasn't this supposed to be a big three that you guys made such a big deal about? Isn't one of these guys getting $100 million? Right. I know they made a big deal deal about Rozier because Rozier was – I remember Rozier was on Boston when R.J. Hunter first got on Boston. I mean, Rozier is a decent player. Yes, but I yeah. mean, when we you're paying someone $100 million, and you got, and you, he's supposed you, to be the all-star. And you got to, Terry Rozier is the guy you're leaning Come on, on. man. Terry man, Rozier get and... Get out of here, man. man. And Jason Tatum. J- Terry Rozier and a rookie, that's who you're depending on. And you and got Al a man making $100 million. million. Dollars. Yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. And he made the all-star game ahead of uh, Ben Simmons. That's they do, ridiculous. They do, they do what he's supposed to do. Man, get out better of here. Better Next series. Next do what he's supposed Next to series. do. Yeah. Cleveland, <laughs> Indiana. We ain't talking about that coward no more. Oh, wow. I got Cleveland in uh, five. I got Cleveland in three and a half. Cleveland <laughs> <Taylor and> four. <laughs> I think Indiana get a game, Cleveland four. Get a game at home. They ain't going to get nothing at nah. home. I said game nah. three. They're going to get blown out so much, Cleveland going to be able to take the leftover points and beat them in one of those other games. Like I'm with you. the Hawks when I'm they beat them by exactly. like 30. They're going to beat right. them by like They automatically won game four because they yeah. beat about 30 in game three. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye, Indiana. Bye-bye, Indiana. And I hope uh, you enjoyed the ride, Victor Oladipo. It was great to watch. But yeah. you got a sweep. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland four. All right. Sweep. So sweep, sweep. I got him in five. I got a semi sweep. Three and a half. Remember, <laughs> three and a half. Uh, uh, Sixers Heat. I got um Philly and I don't know. Miami's kind of another boring team to watch. But they one of those teams that you look up and yeah, the they, series they got talent. and the season and the series has been so ugly and boring. Yeah. But then you look up there in game seven. 
and then yeah. this is Philly's first time. Yeah, I got, I got. And then you talking about knowing beat into the middle of the series, then and beat got to get used to playing with that mask. Then Whiteside, Sark yeah. is out. Sark got hurt in in Atlanta. And then Whiteside. Yeah, Whiteside. Yeah, White, oh yeah, Whiteside. Whiteside. He will eat but whoever but you, they you have know, they, for lunch. They, yeah. they, they don't play Whiteside that much anymore. Like he got it's, mad about it. Just because, I mean, even if he doesn't play, if you get me twenty five minutes of Whiteside versus Amir Johnson, I'm taking that. I'm taking Whiteside. Right. And I'm running to the bank. Yeah, I got heat in seven. Yeah, just uh, just Spo. He's just just a Spo's the better coach. Yep. And Spo, like you know, they can play big and they can play small. And this dude can coach Broom because he, the guys <laughs> that Mickey Harrison and Pat Riley bring out, he he make he do something with them. He made he did something with James Johnson. He got something with Kelly Allnick. He got something with uh, Dion Josh, Waiters. Yeah, Josh James, Rich, Josh James Johnson. Like who? Like these guys were castaways, and he's turned them into legitimate players. Yeah. All of them, like they're all legitimate players right now. And then you got Dwayne Wade, who can steal you one out of nowhere, um, right? Horford's a nice person. I just don't like him. <laughs> but, uh, I got, I got feeling in six. Oh, this I, is a this. No, is a no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Game six will be in Miami, so yep. I got them winning in seven. Oh. I think they're going to win the series at home. I don't think they can win it on the road. I got a feeling this series, I think, is definitely going seven. I think it's definitely going seven. But, you know, I, I know that everybody's falling in love with Philly because of, you know, Embiid and Ben Simmons and the process and sure, all Philly the LeBron the stuff. Philly the city, man. Yeah, Philly the city. They, they're feeling themselves in Philly Yo, because me, the Eagles and Villanova. Uh, is getting out on Monday. Exactly. We got to talk about that eventually. You said but, what? He's yeah. getting out on Monday. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, it's just one of those things that you know is lots of um, you know lots of energy and excitement in Philly. But oh man, I gotta go <laughs> Miami in seven. I got. You know what? I forgot about me getting out on Monday. They might just sweep them. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. You were right the first time. Oh, man. <laughs> Philly been taking so many Ws, man. Right, right. Exactly. Philly been, Philly been winning all this year. This is the year of Philly 2018. <laughs> oh, uh, I got I got Philly in seven, but I think it's going to be real close. I really think like the last game is going to be like a, <laughs> one of those 95 to 89 Last p- Ben Simmons is gonna foul out in Game Seven. I'll say that right now. <laughs> Joel and B gonna come to the save today, or JJ Reddick gonna get high. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a really close series. You know the games I'm surprised by the games when like Joel and B's going like 40 plus minutes, and he looks drained at like minute 35. Yeah, but yeah. he still finishes the game. Like those games amaze me because I expect him to get hurt or like just right. roll over. <laughs> Or him to just, he's that fragile. Yeah, right. I mean, he's a big dude, so like the way he moves, it just makes me nervous. That's why I don't want him. That's why I don't want a big man with the number one pick. Mm. Yeah, I'm to see like um, that Brett Brown and since Bolster going going at it on the clipboard. Uh, I know they're gonna try to coach the hell out of each other. Right? Yeah, if it comes yeah. to a coaching matchup, definitely Spoel's gonna out coach him. Yeah, that's honestly Spoelstra is the only reason this team is still. That's why I get. You know when they when they had LeBron and you know Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade and they were winning championships. I really felt like Spoelstra was their weak point. But when they got rid of all those guys, Miami didn't lose that much of wins. If you really think about it, they were winning maybe 53, 54 games a year. They're at 47, 48 right now. So yeah, I mean, with an only, aged Dwayne Wade, without the best player on the planet, and right. Chris Bosh. Like that's like you can't put that on anything else but coaching. 
Did they make the playoffs last year? Yeah. Who did they play? They played. I'm gonna I'm, double check that. They uh, made the playoffs last year. I don't think they did. They were a six. Yeah, they missed. Year. Yeah, they they were uh because they were like the, the oh yeah worst they got tied with Chicago. I think they got tied with Chicago. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were like the worst team, and then they like went yeah, on I like they were, the, they were the hottest team in the second. Yeah, uh, they, half didn't of the make, they didn't. Quite they make barely the made it. Yeah, yeah, they barely. So they were just it. on the outside looking in. Yeah, but it is one of those things where you think about coaching. You know, you know. When, you, when you're a team that has LeBron and Wade and Bosh, it is, you know, very easy to just, you know, dismiss the coach because, you know, let's be, you know, let's be honest. You know, people think, oh, you could probably coach a team that has LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, but it's not that easy because you have to contend with all those egos. That's what Phil Jackson had to deal with all those years in Chicago and in L.A., but... You know, the fact that they are where they are now, it's really a testament to what they've, you know, the fact that they've been able to just stay the course in just that sense. Can, can we slander uh, Blake Griffin? Blake Griffin, oh. you know, he kind of laid down under the radar because he went to Detroit and he's out of the spotlight in L.A. Blake Griffin missed the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. I feel like as a superstar or a Soft. star. Soft. That's Detroit, yeah. though. I think, Soft. I think we should I mean, we should give him a little more. He should be a little more. Soft. Uh, Detroit. Well, there you have it. I mean, I just say, what, I just say with Dad Trump, Stan Van Gundy needs to lose his. Uh, no, his, don't his, put it on. Don't put it on Stan Van Gundy. No, yeah. Blake Griffin is soft. It's his fault. It's uh, it's uh it's <laughs> soft. Yeah, S O F capital T. Soft. I just soft. I just say that like looking at the stuff like the picks. You got Stanley Johnson in the lottery. You got Luke Kennard. Trash. Passed up on uh passed up on Donovan Mitchell. Passed up on Devin Booker, you know, just to have a history of. You got uh, Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley was still on the Clippers. Yeah, he, they oh. traded him for Blake Griffin. Oh, mm. he got yeah. traded twice this year. See, well, that shows you who I haven't been watching this year. I mean, when they. Who was tra- watching Detroit outside of Michigan? When they traded for Blake Griffin, I don't know why they thought that was going to help them make the playoffs. Yeah. Andre Drummond is literally the same player. Yeah, it was just a weird. I, I didn't understand. It just looked like desperate. It know? was desperate. It really was. Because you have Reggie Jackson who wears a suit more than his jersey. Then you have, <laughs> then you have uh, Stanley Johnson. You don't know who, what you're going to do with him. And oh, the uh, the white boy, Luke Kennard. Yeah, Luke Kennard. He does from Duke. Yeah, he don't he doesn't start, but you know they're trying to get him some minutes. He, he's a decent player. Luke Kennard's a decent player. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, okay, it's, it's just their team's a mess. The Heat missed Charlotte. The there, there's no reason the why Heat, Charlotte should have to clear that last thing up. Yeah. The Heat missed the playoff last year, but they were tied with Chicago. Yeah, and Chicago got in. Oh, Chicago got Shout in. Was it a tiebreaker type of thing? Yeah, they were the AFC. Yeah, probably yeah. because Chicago beat Miami. What did you say about Charlotte? Uh, Charlotte. Oh, yeah. There's no reason Charlotte shouldn't have made the playoffs this year. That's terrible. So, I mean, they did the There's right thing. There's a lot thing. of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of reasons. <laughs> I mean, Dwight was averaging, what, 15 and 14? Okay. How old is Dwight? <laughs> Don't like, let's not start this. Let's not get about 32. Let's not, let's not get in but when, when, when the man get in 30 and 30, when the man get in 30 and 30, and it was like, how old is dude? Like, he had the, the like, the most rebounds by a Hornets player in a season. Yeah, I mean, well, I was, and then Kemba doing his thing. Kemba, the leading scorer in franchise history. Man, they lucky Kemba hadn't left. Yeah. yeah. Whose fault is that? That's the coach's fault. Nah. Everybody's fault. I told and Clifford just got that fired. Team, and, then, and then the boy Malik Monk, what he do this year? 
They didn't play him. Didn't they, they just fire him. Steve Clifford, David? Yeah, he yeah, got fired. He just got fired. Yeah. And, then, and then they cleaned out the whole front uh, run office. Yeah, front I'm, office. I mean, you 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 got Michael Kidd, Gilchrist as your starting three. That that's one issue. Yeah, he can't score at all. He couldn't score on I don't, a I, trash can. I don't understand. He can't this. shoot. It's just like. Clifford, just think it's still 2008. It's just like, you know, <laughs> you don't start a non-shooting small forward. That small forward in today's NBA. Like, even Memphis put Tony Allen on the bench. Exactly. They had him. And oh, Andre, Andre Roberson. He can shoot a little bit. Andre Roberson can yeah, shoot got, a little bit. He got shooters around him, though. Andre yeah. Roberson is just like Charlotte, Charlotte's, one of the worst, of the Charlotte's one of the worst three-point shooter teams in the league. And MKG, like, his shot. Like he physically cannot shoot well enough to shoot from mid-range. He can't provide anything. Speaking of, y'all want to talk about Lonzo Speaking Ball? Speaking of that, I'll get to Lonzo Ball in just a second. But you know about the whole <laughs> Charlotte deal. You know, I feel like that in everything going on in Charlotte, you know what kind of serves them right because of what they did, because of the way they did Stephanie Reddy dirty. Because they had her as a sideline report, put her back on the broadcast booth, and maybe y'all make the playoffs next year. Because you should be making the freaking playoffs, as Rashad said, in the Eastern Conference. Shout That's all I got to say about that. that. No, she, she was oh, supposed girl. to be a top ten black woman journalist. Oh, I forgot about her. Oh, let me China Robinson. Without being biased, uh, <laughs> without, being, without being biased, it's just it goes back to coaching and and the general manager. The general manager, you you tried out, you know, you. I mean, like Dwight was a bad fit for that team. Like I get the points and stats and stuff, but it's just like what you need with that team. They were trying to emulate Golden State. But you're playing a 2008 offense, and yeah. it's just like that doesn't work. You know, you got like you don't have those shooters around him to be able to cover up for that. It's just like it doesn't complement him. You know, you got. I mean, when he, when he when he worn in Oklahoma in Orlando, that's all they had around was shooters. So. Yeah, it's just like you know, Marvin was the only above-average shooter that they had that shoots threes at a high level. Besides that, you know, like Kemba's a driver. Yep. Batum can't stay healthy. And MKG, you might as well throw that ball out of bounds before you defend <laughs> so, And it's like, and you know, just you know, kept playing. You know, you know, Jeremy Lamb over Malik Monk. Then you finally see, oh, the end of the year, like, oh, he's actually good. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Why did you, you draft him so high if you didn't think he was yeah, good? Of like, course. Yeah, the whole his the coach is like he likes playing older guys over young guys, especially because of defense. I'm like. I haven't seen the Hornet get all in the all defensive teams in five years that Clifford was head coach. So I'm just like, these guys are not playing that great, great defense, you know. So I'm just, it's just a mess. But you know, I'm not a fan of Nick Cup check, the Mitch Cup check higher, but I do like that he's cleaning that stuff up because, like, you know, yeah. this Charlotte, Charlotte media is over there just like, we're not gonna find anybody better. And I'm like, the dude only made the playoffs twice, and he couldn't even win a series. Like even even Brooklyn won a series with a, an ancient playoff team. So it's yeah. like you know, there's mm-hmm. no. It's not like you facing you know the '90s Bulls, the the Miami Heat, and the Cavaliers, and the Detroit Pistons, or Rasheed Chauncey and stuff in the playoffs. The only dominant team that was in the NBA when you was coaching in the East was Cleveland and Miami. Yep. So there's there's plenty of other teams you could have beat to win a series. And they played neither at any point in time during the playoffs. The two times they made the playoffs, they never played either one of those teams. Who, who do y'all want the Hawks to be the next coach? Fisdale uh, <laughs> or, uh, or Mark Jackson? 
Right We're now. not getting mm-hmm. either one of those guys. Mark so. uh, Mark Jackson, I don't know about that. Yeah. I would take Mark Jackson because he's he really is good at developing young talent. Well, I mean, you're talking about the the whole Golden State connection. Yeah. I mean, Schlenk is trying to do Golden State in their line. Yeah, that like, would make perfect sense. I but mean, he was there when he fired him, though. That's the thing. That's true. But I he, mean, but, but do you think Mark Jackson is going to be like, nah, I'm not interested in a job? I mean, but it would make, fired. like, because this is what Golden State did with Mark Jackson. They brought him in with a young group of unproven guys, and he coached them into being what they are. He just wasn't able to get them over the top. Steve Kerr came in. I hate to say that, but I really feel like Mark Jackson could have won with them if they had given him another year. I don't really feel like oh, Steve. Oh, is, oh yeah, I don't think Steve sure. Kerr has done anything. Uh, it's that, the offense is a lot. Uh, the offense is a lot better because I remember a lot of ISOs, even ISO post. But that's what they're doing now. Like they've literally turned back into an ISO team. That's why I don't think they're going to win the championship this year. Like I, look, I think they're just playing around. That's why. Where like they gonna it. get their feelings hurt if they? <laughs> They played around too much this season. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they I, think, I think Golden State's going to get hit in the mouth in the postseason. I do too. I, I yeah. got. I got. Oh, we didn't finish our playoff prediction, but I got. I got the Rockets winning it all. Thank you. There we go. Because just because of Ditto. what you just said, the, the Warriors, they're the best team. Yo, probably, that would be crazy if Joe Johnson get a ring. He get, that get, money, wow. get that get money, that Joe. Money, get that money, Joe. Get that ring. But, like, the Warriors have played around the entire year and not played their style of ball. The reason they were so good is because they were on a string when playoffs came the last few years. Mm-hmm. Not because they were just better and more talented. Because if you really think about it, the only player that's more physically talented than everybody in the NBA is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the only player that's like – yeah, there's no nothing we can do to stop this guy. Clay Thompson's good. Draymond Green's good. Steph is really good. But they ain't like, okay, if I, if I got one-on-one, that guy going to be – and if he, none of those guys are that guy. Steph. Kevin Durant is that guy. Steph. Steph is, but Steph's not healthy. Right. So You're until right. he's fully healthy – He wasn't I'm, healthy I'm, like last playoffs. No, he was healthy last year. The year they lost to the Cavaliers, he turned oh, his ankle. That, that was, that was right. the, uh, what was it? That was the year that was he, the, he was out for the first round? Uh, yeah. The, that was that, the last time they lost was mm. when Steph Curry's hurt. Steph, when Steph Curry leaves, they turn into normal people again. Right. Kevin Durant is the only one capable of leading him to a championship, and Kevin Durant has proven he cannot do that by himself. And it's kind of ironic That's that that was the point. year where he was out that first round because there was so much that was going on about the 73-9 and nine stuff. Exactly. Because they 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 but, wore themselves out so much because they were chasing the record. Right, but this year they didn't they didn't start soon enough to try to get going. Exactly, yeah, they, they just didn't care too much this year. Like they let too many games slide. Yeah, they they don't take it seriously. I think that's why it's so tough to repeat. There's no to get a there's to build no a there's no switch you lose in sports. sports. And there's that's no why switch. I was saying about Houston earlier because they got players kind of like the 08, 08 Celtics. They want it. Yeah. Golden State already got it. So if they get it, they're just padding their stats. But Houston got dudes on that team that want rings. And who and who's gonna deal with Clint Capella? Who who, I mean, who on the Warriors is gonna deal with Clint Capella? I mean, that's Zah. What he gonna do? Follow him to death? He gonna, he gonna file him to death. Kick him in the shin, bro. You know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's a good point. <laughs> hey, everything I just said, Zaza could be the one to change the whole series. Oh man, if, Z- if Zaza's the reason they win a championship, man, you think uh, you think Hawks fans were salty b- back then? He was the reason <laughs> they won last year. <laughs> <laughs> they killed Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> 
Them boys was losing by 25 when Kawhi was He changed the whole season. He changed the whole year. Yeah, Chris Paul and James Harden, watch your knees, man. Watch your knees. Watch your knees. Hey, they going to have somebody kidnap him before the game. He ain't finna kill us. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah. That's my upset of the season. The Rockets are going to beat the Warriors. I've been kind of hinting all year, and I still yeah. kind of just defaulted back to the Warriors. I'm fully on board with the Rockets beat the Warriors. This year. Yeah. Rock- Rockets over Philly? Or Rockets over Cleveland. Rockin Rockets over Cleveland. <laughs> Rockets over Philly. Uh, Philly. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I think the Philly is going to get to the conference finals and lose to the Cavaliers. They've earned that, but they're not old enough or strong enough or yeah. They're, they don't have that. They don't have. They're that. not mature enough to beat LeBron James. For not time. yet. That's not but if they get LeBron James in the offseason, if not, they that's get not LeBron, gonna yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, you think he's going back to Cleveland? I'll say Houston. Houston or Cleveland is the only two places he, he's probably even going to consider. Not, if he goes back to Cleveland, he's going to retire at the end of this next contract. Why, I mean, going to Philly, where would he play? That's a, that, that is a legitimate question. I mean, three. Just, I mean, They're three. I mean, yeah. they have Ben Simmons. Ben is Simmons already is a, a point guard. He's already a point forward. Well, you got to right. start Fultz eventually. Yeah, Fultz going to be at the two. You got a top 10 draft pick this year, which I have seen mocked as Colin Sexton. So somebody I've has seen, to play point. I saw Michael Ooh. Bridges. Philly got a top 10 pick? Yeah, yes. yeah. The, For Lake, who? the Lakers. The Lakers? Yeah, then when the, they trade the uh, Andrew Bynum, just Carter, what, Philly, just what Michael, Philly needs more draft picks. Michael Carter Williams to yeah. the Lakers. They trade. It was like a three-way trade. It was, oh, um, when, when they traded him to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. no, like yeah, when he got traded to Milwaukee. Yo, Michael Carter Williams is an absolute. Yeah, bust. yeah. When he got traded to Milwaukee, and then and then Brandon Knight got traded to Phoenix, and it was just like a whole bunch of. It, it was, was a lot of moving parts. Rookie of the year is the most overrated award in the NBA. Oh, what? Really? It really is. Malcolm really? Malcolm Brogdon? Exactly. What the heck has he done this year? <coughs> they, they Michael Carter-Williams. They obviously thought he wasn't good enough to be a franchise-type player because they went and traded Eric Bledsoe to get yeah. him, to, to put him on the bench. So, I mean, it is already. Some weird players have won it, but. Tyreek Evans is starting to come along, but he was hurt. Like right when he started coming along this year, uh, and it's like tenth year. Man, Tyreek was uh, they put him out. It was like, oh no, you helping? You starting to help us win? Starting to help yeah, us yeah. win, exactly. Because <laughs> Tyreek was in the uh, conversation for All Star in February. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was nice. It was, just, it was like oh, you winning too much. Hey, shout out, shout out to Marshawn Brooks, man. This man's come back from nowhere. He had one of the prettiest games I've ever seen, and I don't know how he didn't survive in New Jersey, Brooklyn. Oh, you talking about he he's been with them since New Jersey? He was yeah, he was a, he was Oh yeah, he, he he had the little mini pro back yeah. then too. Yeah, I think he bounced around a bit. He bounced around and got hurt or something, but he has balled out the last couple weeks of the season in Memphis, man. I didn't oh, see he's that in Memphis now. Yeah, I thought he, plays, he was still with Brooklyn. He plays for Memphis. <laughs> uh, wow, uh, that shows you. I don't watch Memphis. I, I know they were starting like uh, I don't know if it was them or Dallas starting one of the Harrison twins. Memphis, another yeah, one Memphis, of those teams that get national too. TV love. Memphis getting anybody off the street. Yeah, I think I, play, I think I played a few games for Memphis this year. Shout out to the Harrison Twins, man. Shout out to the Harrison Twins. If, if they don't get a top top three pick, this is a, this, this is gonna be hilarious because they yeah. deserve it. Yeah, because they're like, um, you know, we got Michael Cunley out, we got rid of him. You know, Chandler Parsons on his vacation already, and you got Marcus Saul. He's here. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So we're just so we're just trying to get this number one pick. You know, just like, At this point, how much does it matter having the number one pick between? 
because we, we we talked about this a little bit in the group chat, you know, basically saying that, you know, having the number one pick, the number four pick, the number three pick, it seemed like a big deal during the tiebreakers, but I, I really don't care which pick we have. Because it's not a big deal. Honestly, the first pick means I get DeAndre Ayton. I don't want DeAndre Ayton. I like him. I think he's going to be a superstar. But I don't want a big man. I'm not building my franchise around a big it depends man because they on, get hurt. It depends on if you actually have – you know, it depends on if you actually have a front office that knows how to draft well. If you don't have a front office that knows how to draft well, you could pick 17th, as far as I'm concerned, and instead of one. The fact that you, you just got to remember, one year of the draft, the same year that Kevin Durant was, was picked in the draft, second by the Seattle Supersonics. Who was the number one pick that year? Uh, Greg, Greg Oden to Portland. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm afraid of is happening again <clears throat> with DeAndre Ayton versus Michael Porter versus... Marvin Bagley versus Luka Dunnick versus Trey Young. There's well, a lot what of guys. I'm saying, what There's I'm a saying, lot of guys. If, if the Hawks don't get the first two picks, I think I'd rather have the seventh pick, the eighth pick, to be honest, and get Trey Young or Colin Sexton. Because I know Trey Young and Colin Sexton are going to be guaranteed hits in the NBA eventually. If it doesn't happen next year, it's going to happen three years down the line. I don't know. Other than Bagley and Aiton at the top, who's gonna, has potential to be a superstar, everything else after that is a crapshoot. Bridges and and I mean, Michael, Jer- Por- Michael Porter Jr. Is, is a superstar. He, like that's a I game. mean, the whole thing is a catch twenty two. I mean, that's the same year Dwight Howard went first, but, but I mean, Mecca Okafor but so was the second is, pick. But so is Trey Young. Yeah, Colin Sexton is more of a sure thing, but Trey Young's game is not going to fit in. What, 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 what no, I'm saying won't. is, you got to look at the one and done guys, the one and done big time guys in college. Which one of those guys, the point guards, one and done, didn't pan out? What do you mean? One and done point guards. Because you can think about the big-time guys in college that didn't pan out point guard, like a Trey Burke or something like which, that. Which ones have turned out? There haven't been many that have actually worked. The only one I can think of off the top of my head that has been great is John Wall. Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose not a great player to me. He was good for a couple years, and he got hurt. That's not great. He was Too many good. injuries. He was good. An MVP was me, good. Give me, give me, two, give me more. <laughs> okay, you gave me two. Kyrie there, Irving, Derrick Rose, Kyrie Irving, freaking every anybody that Kyle Perry's coach. So Andrew Andrew Harrison's great. No, okay. Andrew Andrew Harrison wasn't a, a one and done. Okay, he uh, stayed two years. Let's see. Brandon Knight wasn't great. Brandon Knight's not great. Um, well, I mean, you got a couple guys. The, like, the guy they have this year isn't good. The one they had last year isn't good. Uh, I mean, uh, Darian Fowles, the jury's still out on him, but he didn't look great last you know year. You This year. Who? You don't like Shea? No. They he, say, you just say you like Shea. I mean, he all right for him. He's going to be a role player. What I'm saying is who's going to be a star? Who's going to be a superstar? I'm trying to think of the one in the dunk guards. I can't think of yeah. anyone in the Because there haven't been any good ones other than those three. Like Kyrie. We talked about Kyrie. We brought up Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, even well, if because all the one and done guys I know, like off top are Dennis. Forwards. Dennis Smith has a chance. Yeah, yeah, DST. Yeah, he has a chance to start. DST. Uh, but like, you got you got guys like Damian Lillard that come in the league. Yeah, he, he stayed. He was in college years. for four, three, four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was in college three or four yeah. years. Yeah. Like, and part of the reason for that is because they were fine-tuning their game so where they right. could get to the NBA. These guys come in the NBA and they think they're going to be a point guard just because they're tall. Tall point guards aren't what is successful in the NBA. If you really look at the great point guards, they're 6'1", 6'2", 6'3". Yeah. Steph, Kyrie, that, well, that's Chris Paul, Paul. and, Chris, and uh, Trey Young. Hey, well, um, no, uh, Trey Young's only six, right at 6'1". Hey, well, and Trey Young's going to be easy to guard, I believe. Let's think about yeah. this, you know. 
there were some Hawks fans that were were happy, were upset that Millsap was gone, and, you know, and that, that Dwight was gone. And just to think, you know, what position this franchise would be if we kept uh, Atlanta kept those, and you have like the 20th pick in the draft, and you got this false hope that you know maybe Schlenker hit it hit it again. They'd practically be in the same exact position. Yes, I mean, I'm just I'm not a Hawks fan, but you know, I would, as a Hawk, if I was one, I think. Just the fact that you're gonna have a guaranteed top seven pick, yeah, so that goes a long way. Versus, you know, I, w- I wasn't mad that Dwight was gone. I was mad about the lack of oh, stuff they got back. And no, 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 I know. I'm saying, you, I'm saying, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm mad about what they got back for Dwight. I'm, they I'm, got like one second round pick yeah. back for him. Yeah, and Bellinelli and freaking Mason Plumley. That's the best you can get for Dwight Howard. You can't get one first rounder. Nope. Two uh, second rounders. Nope. Shut up. Thirty <laughs> 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 thirty. Mm. First thirty thirty game yeah, in eight years. But that was like uh, six seven center. Like and, <laughs> and then it's, that's not how the NBA built no more. I mean, right? I like the white guards, and he's one of my favorite players. Guard play. That's just not how you build him. That's not how you build teams anymore. So he's right. not valued that highly. This ain't the '80s. This ain't the '90s. We need we need centers. We need big men. Oh, last thing about the Hawks. I'm just I'm just happy we got a new opportunity as a Hawks fan. I'm just happy to have. I don't care who we draft. Like I said, I mean I, I, I'm happy that they got the opportunity to get one of these guys. Because like you said, Rashad, it's all a crapshoot. But it's better than what we have had in the in the past. Like either one of these guys could be superstars. So I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah. But next year they need to. <laughs> you need to get the number one pick or the number two pick because. Based off what I've seen, it's not as good as this class. This is the good year to have the third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh pick because you can get a start. But next year, you need to tank a little harder. <laughs> yeah, it matters next year. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, definitely exciting. I mean, hopefully Atlanta fans are excited about it. I mean, I've seen mixed results and stuff about it. You know, still shudder at the idea that people want it. Set that small forward, Dwight at center, and Horford at power forward line. Oh, for that would have been crazy. Years. What we were just talking about last week, irrational fans. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're was, just talking about irrational fans. We could do a whole show on yeah, irrational fans. You know, I just, uh, you know, just hope that Hawks fans just realize, you know, like, you know, is in it for the long haul. Yes. And it's just, you know, you're not going to stop LeBron anytime soon. So, you know, it's just, you know, it's got to embrace it. Philly already took trust the process, so I feel like Atlanta needs to like have its own like version of trust. Slanking, slanking, exactly. That's what. It I don't is. think the Hawks are gonna take that moment because they already got the role players in place. They just need to start. Mm. Grant Prince already, he probably gonna average twenty five weeks. Yeah, I'll put that out there. Potentially, right could potentially happen. Who knows? But that's a wrap for episode seventy three, I believe. Once again, another another A League show in the books. Let's go around and uh, you know do our uh, do our sign offs. Do what we do what we do. Rashad Milligan, you can follow me on Twitter at Too Smooth. Uh, this is Jeremy Johnson, uh, Clark underscore Kent. You can follow me also uh, at uh, 901 Kelly Drive. Drive, Drive. <laughs> Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Graham Beyond the W. Check it out. See ya.